I want to live in that truth that you are not a victim of your circumstance, that you have to be a taker of chance and you have to pay attention to your surroundings and that you are 100% in control of your life. You are not in control of what other people do to you. I'm not advocating for ignoring injustice, okay? What I am saying is that you are in charge of your choices and they're not always easy. They are damn hard. But I'm going to continue to bring people in my life that empower me and challenge me and are honest with me and don't allow me to live in this zone of anxiety and unbalance and shame. And that's what I want for you. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach, dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you need someone in your life who can help to push you through challenging situations, heal from past trauma, or help you change your mindset and perspective, BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a full-time teacher and a teacher burnout coach, not a licensed therapist. Sometimes your needs are deeper than what I can offer you as someone who is using their experience and success with beating burnout to support other teachers. And that's okay. BetterHelp is professional therapy done securely online, available for everyone worldwide with weekly video or phone sessions and timely and thoughtful text-based check-ins and responses from your therapist all throughout the week if that's something you need. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional online therapy, and financial aid is available. Go to www.betterhelp.com slash burnedinteacher to sign up and check out all of the testimonials. And if you sign up, you get 10% off your first month by using my link. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash burnedinteacher. You'll get 10% off your first month with our promo code burned in teacher. That's all one word. 
Burn On. Hey there, Burned In Teachers. Welcome into episode 140 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about nurture your strengths and habits. And when I originally um, aired this episode back in 2019, I <laughs> I was really struggling with burnout at that time. Um, burnout from working at home by myself. Um, burnout from working really hard and not seeing a lot of results. Um, not having the reach that I wanted to have. And so you'll hear me reference um, some of what I took out of today's episode because I really wanted to focus on the action steps that that I took and that that you can take. So if you want to hear the full episode, um, episode 53, um, it was originally Nurture Your Strengths and Habits plus My Season of Burnout. Um, you can go ahead and we'll link that here in the show notes for you to listen to the entire episode because I kind of go, I spend about 20 minutes talking about my challenges at that point in time. And what's really interesting is as I listen to this episode, I... I really thought about how already in 2019, after only being out of the classroom for a year and a half, I was already feeling the pull back in the classroom. I can hear it in my voice. And I did make some changes, but I can tell you now as I'm a few weeks into um, into summer break that I had such an awesome school year and I am so grateful that I took the leap and went back and just tried it. And it brought me so much joy. It brought me a lot of frustration sometimes, of course, as important things that we do um, sometimes does. But I, a lot of people have been asking me, how was your school year? And I say, it was amazing. And I made such an awesome choice. And that for me, it really was the right next best step for me. And I'm, I'm really glad that I did it. And, you know, with this being an episode dedicated to nurturing your strengths and paying attention to your habits and how they add to or take away from how you experience teaching and how you experience not just teaching, but everyday life. Um, I hadn't planned on sharing this with you, but I'm thinking, why the heck not? Um, One thing that I have noticed, especially I'm going to say in the last six to nine months, is a habit that I have had in my life for 25 plus years. And that is, I'm a drinker. I, I drink alcohol. And as you may have seen me post on social media this year and in years previous when I was in the classroom full-time, I've really struggled with being sick a lot. Um, Sick with head colds and sinus infections and um, just a myriad of things not related to alcohol, I don't think. But I've started to really become sick of that being being part of my life, Um, both the sickness And in some cases, alcohol. And I was really inspired by Daphne Williams-Gomez. She's the teacher career coach. You can find her at teachercareercoach.com and follow her on Instagram at teachercareercoach to to start listening to a podcast called The Naked Mind Podcast. And we'll link that in the show notes as well. And and what I've realized through listening to some of her solo casts and some of her interviews with um, people who have become sober... Um, because I would consider myself sober curious. And and I've told my friends this, you know, people close to me that, um, and my sisters and my brother, you know, I've told them for a few months that I've become really curious about what it might look like 
to live a sober life and and how that might feel. And it was honestly really scary, um, especially going into summer where, you know, I'll have drinks by the pool, um, out on the boat at the lake, you know, Memorial Day weekend, 4th of July, you know, we're going to go on vacation here in July. And um, I'm thinking like, what? Wow, I haven't experienced those things, even the season of summer, I mean, let's be honest, without knowing that, you know, we'll have some drinks while we're there. And while, you know, alcohol has not presented itself as a real problem in my life, you know, I've never been sick, you know, uh, from drinking too much, you know, and going to school. That's that's not what I'm talking about when I say sick. I'm talking about, you know, just consistent ailments. Um, so as I've been exploring, you know, why I continue to get, get sick all the time and why I'm, you know, consistently dealing with these sinus infections and stuff, you know, I've been doing a lot of reading and and realize that, you know, I really need, and I've talked about this t- before as well, you know, really need to pay attention to my gut health and, you know, I, I may have some yeast buildup, you know, candida. I'm being really honest with you guys here. And as I've been doing more deep diving into, you know, candida overgrowth, you know, one big factor in that is alcohol. And and I've done this research before, but I've never really, I, I read the alcohol in this line of, <laughs> long list of things that you shouldn't consume when you're trying to, um kind of clear out your gut. That's a non-negotiable. Um, I'm, I'm just always used to in social situ- situations and in, in many situations just having a drink in my hand. And as I started listening to this podcast and, and the host of the podcast and the creator of The Naked Mind, um, her name is Annie Grace, I realized that she is a She's a huge influence in this this space of looking at sobriety or cutting back, you know, minimizing your alcohol consumption, and it's been really inspiring. And these stories are are, are pretty amazing, um, and I can relate to to quite a few of them on different levels. And I actually, um, there are several times where I'm like, you know, this is this is kind of what I do for people in the burnout space. But when looking at my own, you know, strengths and habits, you know, I'm always looking for ways to level up my life. And so I have decided in the month of June that I am going to be alcohol free. And she uses that word instead of sober. Um, She looks at, you know, saying I'm going to be alcohol free. And if I decide to have a drink, to look at that as not failing, but look at it as a data point um, of what's causing me to think that I need to have a drink. And that has just been so eye-opening to me. And, you know, I know that, you know, happy hours are, you know, always, you know, a staple in the teacher environment. And, you know, having a drink to kind of um, stave off the the frustrations and relax after a long day of teaching, you know, having a glass of wine or, you know, making yourself a cocktail or grabbing a beer is something that's pretty widely accepted in the education space. And and that's okay. You know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, and there's no judgment. Um, and, and I don't know, I don't know if after the 30 days, if I'm going to have a drink or not. I, I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm never going to have a glass of wine or I'm never going to enjoy, you know, a, a beer at a brewery. You know, that's something that Jeff and I really enjoy doing together. Um, I, I'm not saying I'm never going to do that, but I, I'm now seven days into this journey and it's been a lot easier than I thought that it would be. Um, I went through Memorial Day weekend without having one drink um, and and I had a great time. I, I really did. And I, that is something that I never, never thought I could do. Um, you know, I know that we are capable of anything that we want to set our minds to, but 
I've just been really mindful about, you know, when I was thinking, man, it'd be nice to have a drink. I'm thinking, why? And and this is a this is a big habit in my life that I'm looking at um, really intentionally. And and I, I really want to share this with you because I know there are teachers out there like me who it's just it's just a habit. It's just something that we do in our everyday lives. And and I thought I would just share this with you and, and maybe it will inspire you to check out the podcast. Um check out Annie Grace and um and maybe help you to maybe make a, a small or a big change in your life when it comes to alcohol. Um, I am sleeping so much better. <laughs> I have noticed that. Um, I told my husband this morning, I said, I don't think that I moved last night when I fell asleep. I'm pretty sure I woke up in the same position. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to admit, like I've been tossing and turning um, at night and not even really because I felt... <clears throat> Because I felt anxious. Um, it's just kind of something that I just thought was normal. You know, I'll be 40 in November and I'm thinking, well, maybe my sleep is just going to <laughs> go downhill. I don't know. Um, I'm just really paying attention. You know, that's what um, a really important step in, burn in, in the burn-in process is really paying attention. And um, I love how Annie talks about data points, like just paying attention, looking at, you know, maybe a slip up or you know, something that you're trying to stop doing and you do it and, you know, looking at those things as data points. And so I, like I said, wasn't planning on sharing that with you, but as I listened to this episode that I'm re-releasing today, I thought, you know, why not share this? Because it, it's it's a big deal um, for me. And, um, and I hope that you take something away from this episode that helps you to look at your habits and helps you to bring healthier, better habits into your life to nurture those amazing strengths of yours. Um, and we'll, of course, talk about those strengths as well in this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. And of course, connect with me on Instagram or send me an email or jump in the Facebook group and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Burn on. And this is where I really am. I'm in chapter four. I'm in end, nurture your strengths because I'm really thinking about what I'm good at and what brings me joy and what energizes me. And I'm also extending my reach and possibilities. And we will cover that next month in February. Um, But I'm thinking about what my personality type is. And I am an ENFPT. And what that means is I am on a scale of 100%. I am 91% extroverted. I am 73% intuitive, which means I get that's where I get my direct mental energy, all right? Um, I am 66% feeling. I am 76% prospecting, which means this trait reflects our approach to work, planning, decision-making. I'm futuristic. I know that about my top five strengths. That is my number one strength is uh, futuristic. So that does not surprise me. And I am 92%. Are you ready for this? I'm 92% identity. So this trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. So when I make a decision, I believe in it. I throw myself inside of it. Now, The dangerous part is that I am turbulent. Now, when I think of the word turbulent, I think about my worst fear in the world, which is flying. If you've listened to any episodes before this, you know that my number one fear is flying. (laughs) Turbulence is not a good thing. I can be very turbulent. I feel things so incredibly deep. I, like I said, I gain energy from a room. 
Whatever that room's energy is, I feel it in my bones. That can be a fantastic thing. It can also be a very dangerous thing. And so paying attention to those things, thinking about how my environment is affecting me, uh, made me realize that I really needed to change my day-to-day environment. I cannot, being so extroverted, work from home 100% of the time. That's not who I am. That's not what brings me joy. The work brings me joy, but not from home all day by myself on these days where I am at home. So with that being said, I have to find something to do where I am now going to be balancing burned-in teacher with something else that brings me joy and brings me energy and passion. More on that later, as in a later episode. But moving through then, nurturing your strengths, thinking about my my strengths, my literal Clifton Strengths Finder, okay? Futuristic, woo, activator, command, and significance. Those five strengths. And I will talk about those in next week's episode with Josh Wenning, who is a Clifton Strengths Finder coach, is going to work through those with me. <laughs> I'm so excited to share this with you. But really paying attention to what brings me joy, what my strengths are, instead of working against those and saying, well, this is where I am, so this is what I need to settle for. Instead saying, no, I need to respect what it is that lights me up. That has That's what's taken me to this next step. And then, of course, and this is where we're going to stop today, I have begun to extend my reach and my possibilities. I've had conversations with people that I haven't had before. I've extended my realm of possibilities as far as feeling like I can only do burned in teacher. I don't believe that anymore. I believe that I have the ability to extend my reach to people who need help and support outside of burnedinteacher.com and my coaching and my 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 membership and my courses and my book I know that I have possibilities beyond that and before I thought burned in teacher was the end goal and I feel like it's part of it I feel like it's a really important piece of my life that I'm not willing to give up because something is out of balance I love this work. It brings me energy. It brings me joy. But I'm going to pay attention also to the part of me that says, you are capable of something more. And with that being said, if we're going back to extending your reach and possibilities, this is where you are realizing what brings you joy, but it's also about doing things that you know need to be done that bring you joy, that bring you clarity. And that move you forward. And for me, it was seeking therapy. It's something that I've always wondered about. It's something I've always been curious about. But thinking about who I'm surrounding myself with and who my mentors are and who can help me to move in a direction that's going to help me to feel more balanced more harmonious with myself. I knew that I couldn't keep stabbing in the dark and talking to people who knew me on a personal level 
or on a pro- professional level for that matter, I needed to talk to somebody who was um, neutral. And so I brought a therapist into my life. And it's been eye-opening. It's been confirming. It's been uncomfortable. Um, but if you listen to episode 40, that was where I really started to believe that maybe this is something that I could bring into my life. Whenever I had that conversation with Stephanie DeLessi, um, she's a huge advocate for um, supporting your mental health and your anxiety through seeking professional help. And that was where it really opened my eyes and my perspective to say, this is okay. It's okay to not only seek therapy, but let other people know that it's okay as well. So am I currently extending my reach? Absolutely. What am I passionate about outside of my career? I've brought more um, action as far as being active, running, working out, and making sure that that's happening daily. What do I enjoy doing for leisure? I am... (laughs) I can't say that I 100% totally enjoy um, playing board games, but being with my family and just doing things that bring them joy is right now what is bringing me joy. Another thing I did was I reached out to my girlfriends and they don't know this, but it was completely and totally selfish. And I requested that we do a monthly girls night out. And so if you're listening to this, my friends, Yes, my intentions were good, but they were also completely because I needed to form that connection again um, with the people that I love and that know me the best. So we now do a monthly girls' night. So what impact am I? do I want to make on the world? I want to model being a seeker of solutions for my daughters. I want to live in that truth that you are not a victim of your circumstance, that you have to be a taker of chance and you have to pay attention to your surroundings and that you are 100% in control of your life. You are not in control of what other people do to you. I'm not advocating for ignoring injustice, okay? What I am saying is that you are in charge of your choices and they're not always easy. They are damn hard. Um. But I'm going to continue to bring people in my life that empower me and challenge me and are honest with me and don't allow me to live in this zone of anxiety and unbalance and shame. And that's what I want for you. Let's face it. This year has been another doozy. And now that I'm back in the classroom, it has been more important than ever for me to stay focused on my core values, mindset, goals, and my habits. As a teacher in today's world, it seems like there is always something new and hard that can easily throw our lesson and or life plans off track. But when I began to burn out many years ago for the fifth time in my six year teaching career, I told myself that crying to and from work Grading, prepping, and planning on nights and weekends and Sunday scaries was just part of being a good teacher. The current challenges we're facing in education today are monumental. All of these challenges make balancing teaching and your everyday life seem unmanageable. Until now, teacher burnout has been hacked. 
In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I share my eight-step process I designed to help myself and other teachers navigate our way out of burnout. You see, out of my rock-bottom burnout moment, I learned ways to focus on what I can control while learning ways to let go of the things that are out of my control. My book shines a light on burnout as an opportunity for growth and change, and in it, I empower you to become a burned-in teacher, a happier, more fulfilled, efficient, and effective person in the classroom and in life. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, you will learn the steps you can take to discover your burnout type. Did you know everyone has a type? Take actions that are best for you depending on your type. Move through burnout rather than fight against it. Make time for things that bring you growth and joy and thrive, not just survive, personally and professionally. And of course, to prepare for hardship before it hits and to conquer it when it does. And right now, you can download chapter one for free. That's right, you can start your journey out of burnout using step one of my process on the house. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter today to get your first chapter on me. And there's no better time. After the year we've had, we deserve to use what I have designed to believe, think, say, and do different things in order to see different results in our lives. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter to get your free chapter today. You won't be sorry. Burn on. So, nurturing your strengths. I'm going to challenge you to check out your personality type, 16personalities.com. You can take a personality assessment. It's totally free. And check out your personality. You are more than a personality type, all right? 100%. You are a human being. We all have a different story. We all live a different life. We all have different responsibilities. However, Sometimes we need some insight on how we are built and what it is that um, is maybe a good fit for us. And that's a great free assessment you can take. Um, I'm not advertising for them. I don't get paid to mention them. It's just an assessment I take that I, it's an assessment that I took during Google Innovator and I thought it was fantastic. The next thing is um, if you're willing to pay about 15 bucks, if you go to Amazon, search Clifton Strengths Finder. You can purchase the book and then within that book, it will have a code and you can take the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment using that code. That was incredibly insightful. I actually took that assessment because my husband took it for work as a principal. His um, superintendent had him and the other administrators do it. And I thought, heck, I want to know my strengths. So I took it and it was incredible. I've already mentioned those strengths. So I... <laughs> I actually teared up a little bit because the number one strength was futuristic and that's always what has kind of gotten me in trouble. I, I really struggle with living in the moment and in the present. And um, now I know that that's actually one of my strengths, that I'm a visionary, that I love taking action, activator, um, woo, getting energy from others, being able to walk into a room full of strangers and feel like I'm surrounded by a bunch of friends. <laughs> that's okay. Those those things are, are what make me me. And I'm going to talk about those next week with Josh. Um then making sure that you analyze your strengths and your weaknesses. What is it that you can improve on? And I'm not telling you to focus on your weaknesses. Um, I think actually that's what we typically focus on. You know, our lizard brain wants us to look out for weaknesses and dangers. And that's that's okay. But we, ha- we really should be paying more attention to our strengths and 
and how we can bring more of our strengths into our day-to-day journey. Again, going back to what Mel Robbins said about your passion, stop feeling like you're searching for something and think about what truly energizes you, what you're good at naturally. And then also thinking about the people you're surrounding yourself with. You know, you alone cannot nurture your strengths. You have to surround yourself with people who can call those strengths out and build on those um, and who can also help you to, to build up your weaknesses. So like I said, nurturing your strengths chapter step does not have many steps within it. Um, it's more about just taking time to get to know yourself a little bit better, reflecting on those things, thinking about how you can bring more of what makes you you into your day-to-day, enjoying the journey. And as far as extending your reach and possibilities, that's where you think about how you can bring the things that light you up into your life more often and how you can do things that maybe you used to love um, or bring new challenges into your life that will help you to continue to move forward. If nothing else, give you a reason to do something else other than grade and plan and prep. Um, Give you a reason to leave that classroom. Give you a reason to step outside of your day-to-day and live this one life that we have. So I got really vulnerable with you today. I told you I was going to get real. And that's where I'm going to leave it today. Burned in teachers, I want to leave you with this quote by Winston Churchill. Things do not get better by being left alone. And this one speaks to my heart because burnout is isolating. Burnout makes you want to be left alone. And the only way that we are going to work through this is to be together, to work through this together. So I leave you with that. And until next week, you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Thanks so much for listening. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.